I'm terribly sorry, said Mrs. Eubank, in what Tilly called her syrup sponge voice. But my nephew needs this cottage. He'll have nowhere to live when he gets back from Australia. You mean you're going to chuck us out, cried Tilly. Shush, Tilly, said her mother, who was frowning as if she hadn't quite understood what Mrs. Eubank had said. Her forehead was all crinkled like corrugated paper. If you turn us out, we won't have anywhere to live, Tilly glared at Mrs. Eubank. I know, I've said I'm sorry, dear, but you must understand that I have to consider my nephew first, with him being family, and he has a young child. I'm only nine, said Tilly, before her mum could shush her again. And you can't be very sorry, or you wouldn't turn us out at all. We might have to sleep in the woods. I might get pneumonia. A girl in her class had had pneumonia last year, though not from sleeping in the woods. Perhaps the council might be able to find you a house, said Mrs Eubank vaguely. They only have six houses in the village, Tilly's mother pointed out, and they're all taken. You wouldn't have to go immediately, of course. I could let you stay for a month while you look for somewhere. A month, echoed Tilly. Four weeks. I might be able to stretch it to six, but that would be all. Gerald will be back by then. I had hoped to have the place redecorated before he moved in. Mrs Eubank's eyes swept over their orange and pink walls. Tilly's mother was in a vivid colour phase. She said it warmed your soul. She was inclined to say things like that. Would Gerard not like it? asked Tilly. It's nice and cheery. Stops you getting down in the dumps. Maybe Gerard never gets the dumps. I think possibly he would prefer something a little quieter, shall we say. Mrs Eubank heaved herself up from the depths of the sofa. She was rather large, and the sofa was rather low. I must be going, she announced. I have a lunch engagement. I hope she chokes on it, said Tilly after she had gone. Now, Tilly. Can she do this to us? Turn us out when she wants to? I'm afraid so. I signed a contract agreeing to one month's notice on either side. Tilly's mother went into the hall and phoned her best friend, Annabel, who came round straight away to comfort them. She brought with her a banana cake and a pot of marmalade, homemade. Every time she brought the jam, she said that the colour of the marmalade was a dead ringer for Tilly's hair. She said it now. Tilly wondered why people had to keep saying the same things, especially boring things. At least, though, Annabel hadn't brought her three children, who were all under the age of five and expected Tilly to play with them. If she didn't, they yowled non